And thus. The ACC's Daily Agenda Podcast, powered by Musashi. Good morning and welcome into a Thursday edition of the Daily Agenda powered by Musashi, whose drinks are scientifically formulated to improve stamina, muscle recovery and improve mental focus. It is the 30th of November today, that's how I proved to the listeners, Matt Heath, that my mental focus has improved, uh, because yesterday I just could not get out what that was. Right. Um, but it is Doesn't a Thursday. Matter. It is a Thursday. I was going to say, it is, uh, our offices here at NZME have been decorated uh, with tinsel yeah. and uh, candy canes on everyone's desks. It's really starting to get into silly season, and it's starting to get into Christmas party season. Oh, uh, yeah. I was uh, with a couple of friends last night who had their Christmas parties coming up this, this week. Uh, our wider uh, company one is on Friday as well. I personally... Love Christmas parties. Some people hate them. I love them. So do I. Because what I like to do is sit in a corner and just watch people tank their careers. <laughs> <laughs> it's the best. Yeah, I love when they go to a you know a manager or a boss or a CEO yes. and pin them against the wall and tell them what's wrong with the company. Yeah, and you can see it happening too. You don't know what they're saying, but yeah. you're like, you're going to regret that. Just don't talk shop. You just got to not talk shop. No. A hundred percent. I like a Christmas party as well, but normally um, ACC head G Lane will try and book aggressively. Yep. Book the ACC Christmas party on the same day as the wider company that owns us NZME Christmas party. He tries to snooker it every year. Yeah, and, he, and then he'll take us away on a boat somewhere, and then put us in the difficult position who work in other parts of the company like me across, you know, the Herald and and um, Hodaki and, yeah. and 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 us away, um, just because he likes to swing his dick around. <laughs> <laughs> and I quite a dick like that. I swing it around as well, but I think part of it also is that he has been working here for so long yeah. that he's seen everything and he's just done yeah. with it. And also, I think he needs to hide himself away a bit because he knows that if he's on a boat with ACC members, everyone's a disgrace. Yes. As opposed to if he is at a Christmas party with the wider company, yeah. then he becomes the story. Yeah, 100%. And actually, that's one of his rules. Maybe we should talk about a couple of rules to keep you safe over this uh, silly season. One of Lane's big rules is, it's his number one rule, actually, don't be the story. Don't what, be the story. Whatever happens to you at the Christmas party, don't be the story. But And the, obviously that means you know keep your wits about you, don't do anything stupid. But it also means... If you see someone else do something that is quite clearly going to be the story tomorrow, that's free license for you. You can let the handbrake off. You can let the dogs out, you know? Yeah, well, it's like, um, you know, you want to slipstream. You want to just be behind. It's like the Tour de France. I mean, you don't want to yes. be taking the full brunt of the win, so you want to sit back a few, maybe maybe the 12th. Yeah. 12th in the pack. So that's another rule. Stay in the peloton. Yeah, don't, stay in the peloton. <laughs> don't get out ahead. Don't get a lead. Don't get miles out ahead of no, everyone else. because that's where you're going to find a few problems. Don't be afraid to mix a water in. Don't yeah. be afraid to start a little later, skip around. Yeah, don't be afraid to turn down the shots. Yeah, shots are a big one. Shots, do shots do anything good? I don't enjoy shots because no. I don't need help writing myself off. I've no, exactly. I'm already well on the way, and people call it a straightener. They go, I just need a little, like, like I just need to change things up a little bit. And you go, by ingesting alcohol quicker, it's not going to suddenly wake you up. No. It, what it is is that's when your memory turns off. A hundred percent. Yeah, shots, not, not a great idea. But no, I, I like a Christmas party as well. I don't like a theme. I don't like having to dress up. No. Um, but uh, apart from that, I, I enjoy a Christmas party. Enjoy the people I work with. Neither do I. The, the dress-up thing is always, it's so forced fun. Like, yeah. I specifically requested you guys show up and have fun. Yeah. And also, it's, uh, it puts a cap on your night, because if you're wearing some ridiculous costume, yeah. then you can't go to the second pub, because no. you're now dressed up as Voldemort, and yeah. you're trying to go but down the Yeah, but you still Vogue. try to. 
Yeah, yeah, oh yeah, hundred percent. You still try. You turn to turn up in a tiny little pink G <laughs> with a with a pair of um, angel wings. Yeah, exactly. Uh, down at the viaduct, so, because, because because the theme of the party was heaven. Yeah, <laughs> my advice for dress ups is go for comfort. Um, yeah. don't worry about what it looks like. Once just, again, sit back in the pack. Sit back in the pack. <laughs> yeah, you don't, you don't need- want to be no effort at all. No. You yeah, don't. But, you, but you don't want to be dressed as a like the Empire State Building or the Taj Mahal. I had a friend that went to a party dressed as the Taj Mahal. So hard to get down the corridors. Yeah, and it was just the whole the 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 costume became the story. Yeah. Well, one year I went. Uh, a friend of mine went as Donald Trump, and uh, I went. Sorry, he went as a wall, and I went as a Mexican. He made me pay for the wall. <laughs> Another friend that was dressed as Trump. Well, you know, my I famously went to a party as Donald Trump. And over tanned, and then was accused of yeah. going as Barack Obama because I was dressed as a president, and then I was accused of brown face, and I was going, oh, "This is orange face." But no one told me that the 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 tanning I used goes darker. So it was orange when you put it on. It was very orange when I went on, but apparently it works into your skin. And then everyone was like, "Oh, you're Barack Obama." I was like, "No, I'm not, no, no." And my, my my blonde wig had gone; it had been taken off me. I was left hanging out there, hanging out there in blackface. It's an absolute disaster. Yeah, uh, so that's probably another one. Don't do blackface. That's probably another rule. That- oh, what 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 do you need? You know. Just if you're thinking about it, just don't. Because, I, I mean, what, what you, the gains aren't going to, you know. The juice ain't worth the squeeze. Yeah, that's exactly. Oh, on that one. Yeah, yeah. Um, and also, when you when you yeah. are overdressed and you really commit to the costume, you put a massive spotlight on yourself. So yeah. any, like, degenerate yeah. behavior that you exhibit throughout the night is going to be shown yeah. very early. Um, don't blow cover. A lot of people are, that are at new jobs that are still, you know, when you start a new job and you're presenting the best version of yourself, people yeah. don't really realise what kind of piece of shit you actually are. Yeah. You're going to have your wits about you and, and just know whether, whether yeah. you can I, be I, your- I know this woman that we ended up like on her first day of her new job was around Christmas. So it was, she was one weekend was the Christmas party and it was inside and there was a lot of shrubberies had been hired and she we ended up squatting and weeing in one of the shrubberies in front of the boss. Yeah, so that's blowing cover. That's blowing cover. <laughs> of the highest From order. From then on, in terms of the management of your company, you're the person that weed in the shrubs. Yeah, 100%. Um, all right, so I think I think we've uh, that's a pretty uh, comprehensive yeah. rundown of how to survive the silly season. Also, the other thing I would say is pick your spots. Um, you don't have to go to every single opportunity to get wasted around oh, this, yeah. this time of the year. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, you don't have oh, to. Oh, I see what you mean. I think you mean pick your spots, go for a small one, don't no, no, go for like a really super big one that's going to blow your throat out. Uh, no, no, no. Well, that too. Um, <laughs> respect the fucking manners at all times. That's yeah. not just a silly season thing. Yeah. Uh, no, but there's so many opportunities around this time of year to really write yourself off Yeah. that if you accept oh, yeah. every single one of them, you're yeah, going to have yeah. problems. Yeah, exactly, yeah. So you really got to circle a few yeah. and, then, uh, and then lean into it. All right, should we talk a little bit of actual sport? At some point in this podcast. Yeah, yeah. So Kane Williamson, eh? Kane Williamson. Uh, he has scored 104 runs. He's steadied the ship once again for the Black Caps. They're now at 266 for eight, chasing 310. Uh, we were getting obliterated, by the way, as well, before he came in. Yeah. Um, they've got about 12 spinners on the field, it seems like, <laughs> Bangladesh. Um, so batting last could be an issue. Yeah, batting last is a massive issue <laughs> because the pitch is already in disrepair. That is his fourth uh, consecutive century in a test. Uh, and it is his 29th overall, which ties him with Bradman, Wow! which was the headline I read online. And so I was like, God, I've got to look up most test centuries because you'd presume Bradman. I don't know why, but I was just like, oh, he must be out there. No, uh, they're both on 29. Tendulkar's got 51. Yeah, I guess Bradman played so uh, so many less tests though, didn't he? 52, I think it took him to get to get to 29 um, and, centuries. And what's... what's 
Williamson has taken him 95. 95. <clears throat> and yeah. Tendulkar played 200 and got uh, 50 odd. So yeah, he, he's still in line. I don't know if Kane's got a hundred more tests in him. We don't yeah. play a lot of tests, so that could be tough. My um, yeah, I mean, there's only been 15 in the last four years or something. Yeah, my um, my girlfriend's grandfather uh, reckons he is the only man alive in New Zealand who has seen Donald Bradman bat in the flesh. Wow. Yeah, he saw him in Nottingham in 1950-something. Wow. And he said uh, he was just a teenage chap over there, and they were allowed to go and watch, but there was no talking on the boundary. So you were dead silent. Um, you weren't to clap until he got a century. Wow. Yeah, and then even then it was like a polite golf clap. Um, wow. Was that rules on cricket overall or just when Bradman was batting? I think it was at Nottingham Oval. Nottingham Oval, yeah. yeah. So it's sort of tennis rules. Yeah, it was very much tennis wow. rules. Now, no one in his family believes him, but I, I, <laughs> I want to believe. Um, but how good is that from Kane to, to tie one? Anytime, Donald Bradman's one of those ones where anytime you tie one of his awards, you're like, oh, shit, that's, yeah. that's pretty big. Um, he, people are... I don't know. Well, the article that I was reading was like likening him to Bradman. Mm. I was like, mm, mm. that's probably a bit much. That's pretty hard. Um, all right. So the Black Caps uh, meaningless test tour continues uh, tonight. I think first ball will be at 4.30. Again, uh, McCaw, Richie McCaw has done a rib. I love these stories. They pop up whenever his wife posts a picture of him on social media. Uh, he was doing the Five Passes Tour, a gruelling cycle challenge over South Island roads because he can't help himself. Um, and he's come off and apparently done a rib. And I wanted to know from you, Matt Heath, I know that you're suffering an injury right now. What is the most painful injury you've ever had? Is it the one that you're <sighs> suffering from right now? No, yeah, because I'm currently um, currently in a moon boot. No, that one's not nearly as bad. Actually, I, breaking a rib was pretty bad. P. Diggs um, jumped on me once and broke three of my ribs. Jesus. Yeah. Um, well, and what? How, were you lying down? How we, were, we were shooting an ad, a TV ad, where we were both on um, moon hoppers. Yeah, yep. So we were bouncing along on moonhoppers. Can't remember what the ad was for, but I went, fell off my moonhopper, and P Diggs went up really high, and then came down right on and broke three of my ribs. Yeah, uh, and uh, that was a bit of a wound, wounding situation that one actually, uh, because with ribs, yep. you, the, the, they can't strap them up. No, There's, you can't put it in a cast because you need to keep breathing. The worst thing you do is you, you apparently get pleurisy as soon as you stop. Um, moving them up and down, and so there's no comfortable way to lie down. So that was pretty painful. When I broke my spine, that was pretty painful. Did that boxing? That'll be up there. Oh yeah, I was shooting a TV show, a stunt on a BMX, and and um and had got a compound fracture where my bone came out my arm, and then I bit through my tongue, and uh and uh, ruptured my eye socket. That was pretty painful. That one. That'd be up there, wouldn't it? The, the one annoyed me about that one was because I'd been drinking before I did the stunt, and when the ambulance picked up because I picked me up, I was in a terrible state, and they had to reset my arm while I was still conscious. Um, but the woman said to me, the nurse and the ambulance or whatever the, the ambulance person said, "You're very lucky. You are very lucky." And I was like, "I don't feel very. Fu- I don't feel very fucking lucky." What? Why did she say you were very lucky? Could have been worse. But I, my point was it could have been a lot better. Could have been, yeah, could have been a, <laughs> I could have pulled off the jump. I could have landed that jump. <laughs> it would have been a whole lot better. Yeah, no, that sounds terrific. I, I, I've never um, had an injury quite like you've just described. But the rib one is a killer yeah. because for me, I've done the cartilage between my ribs a yeah. few times. The worst part is you forget about it in the middle of the night and you go to roll over and you yeah. just, ah! Yeah. So you don't sleep, you can't laugh, you can't sneeze. Yeah. If you feel a sneeze coming on and you've got busted ribs, yeah. it's like... And if they've been busted by a person from a band called Shapeshifter yeah. and, and you can't hold shapes or shift at all <laughs> without hurting yourself, it's tough. It's not totally not on him. 
No. He, was, he, he, he did nothing wrong. He wasn't to know. He, it wasn't like a purpose body slam, P-Dex. It yeah. just happened. He's also, yeah, designed in, in a way to, <laughs> to come off uh, better off in that situation. Um, all right. I reckon that'll just about do it. Just, all right. befo- just before we go, uh, have you had a look at your Spotify wrapped this morning, Matt Heath? Oh, I'm a little bit worried. Uh, okay. Uh, I, got, I got kids. I share. Yeah. Oh, right. Yeah. So there's a lot of baby, sh- baby shark on there. <laughs> <laughs> well, my kids are a bit older than that, so it's even more humiliating. Um where do I find my raps? This is the this is the gripe of um, every parent who's got Spotify rap. But the funny thing about Spotify rap is it's it's like posting pictures of your kids. Like only you care about it. No one yeah. else really wants to see it. But you feel so passionately about it. Okay. Um, I was gonna say because it keeps like for me, Queens of the Stone Age got an absolute hiding this year because they put that new album out. Yeah. What other life stats would you want to see um, if you could? Like, so Spotify keeps track of what you listen to. Would you like to see how many beers you drank this year? <laughs> oh, like, my God, no. <laughs> would you like to see how many burgers you ate this year? <laughs> like, graphed against how many runs you went for this year? Oh, yeah. Yeah, luckily, yeah, is there, the, the, there might be, um, yeah, the, the health stats will get there. We'll be able to te- detect alcohol in you. I like your top genres were soul, yeah. hip-hop, rock, alternative rock, and pop. Wow. I think if you skip to the next one, it'll tell you your top artists. Okay, here we go. You played... If you had to guess who your top artists were, who do you reckon they'd be? Mm, Jesus, that's a really good question. Oh. The Matt and Jerry Show, Radio Hood. Okay. Fleetwood Mac. <laughs> Fleetwood Mac? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. What? Well, there you go, Fleetwood Mac. <laughs> really? Okay. I don't know. Did the kids go through a Fleetwood Mac? Yeah, maybe the kids found it because kids don't know that Fleetwood Mac are a new band, aren't a new band. No, they've got no idea when music came out because it just pops up on whatever was on TikTok. On TikTok, yeah. And like, oh, check this band out. Yeah, very disappointing. Yeah. Um, all right, Fleetwood Mac for you, Queens of the Stone Age for me. Um, the Daily Agenda for everyone listening to this is probably their top artist. That'll do us for a Thursday. We'll be back again tomorrow with a Friday edition of the Daily Agenda. See you then. The ACC's Daily Agenda Podcast, powered by Musashi.